0: things
1: blurring. I have to read your bio anyway. Yeah, so, play the intro. To another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I have a real treat for you guys today. Well, it's going to be two shows, but today, right now, it's going to join me as the amazing, uh, S- Savita the starseed, and then later on, I have Robert Earl White coming on. So it's a ET uh, starseed packed day, so it's gonna be Ooh. awesome. <laughs> and S- Savita's awesome, I love her channel, I love what she does. Um, I, I like she's just an amazing person. Like the energy she brings to this, to this is amazing, and I love what she's doing for like the community if you want to call it the UFO community, the consciousness community, the starseed community. She's kind of doing like great things and just a little bit more about my my guests. Savita is a hybrid soul that volunteered to come volunteered to come to Earth during this pivotal time of ascension. Her galactic origins <clears throat> stem from the Lyra constellation during the Lyran and Draconian War, as well as Orion, to infiltrate the dark side and break the matrix. Savita is a has a YouTube channel where she hosts her show Interview with the Starseed to talk with other souls about their mission. She publishes information on Starseed lineages and loves to decode wild messages through synchronicities. And I want to give her a big warm welcome to the show, uh, Savita. Thank you for joining me. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm freaking thrilled, dude. How are you? Thanks for having me on. And I'm freaking excited. <laughs> you
1: know, what? when I read the last part of your bio, I had to smile because you get into awesome conspiracies. I was looking at your channel, and I was like, I was going through some of your videos today, and I saw one. That was like it was like a spongebob conspiracy and i was like this is amazing this is like, yeah. I was like this is like something that i would get into like can you tell the audience a little bit about that for someone who might have not saw your video because i think that's like really cool stuff
0: oh geez where do i begin well hey everybody what's up for those of you that don't know me as typical skeptic podcast just said my name is savita the starseed and literally all kinds of crazy synchronicities been coming into my life that I feel I personally have to get them out there because a lot of us go through synchronicities on our journeys. We want to talk about it. We want opinions, but we feel that some of our messages need to be heard. We have to go ahead and get our our, our messages out there. Jeez. So yeah, uh, just, um, I was obsessed with SpongeBob since I was a little kid. And, you know, everything happens for a reason. And through my own life and growth and personal journeys, um, after COVID happened, fell down the Starseed rabbit hole, fast forward, I started seeing a lot of red, which I explained in the the two-part videos. But something as simple as seeing red, fast forward a year and a half, fumbled and tied into the SpongeBob film from 2004 that gets to save the town, Mr. Krabs. So it's like, I saw these two colors, red and blue, and I eventually came down to the conclusion that red was the physical reality and blue was the ethereal. And I was just trying to figure out what the hell this was. But ironically, me trying to calm down, I just decided to go back into my inner child and just distract myself before I went off the freaking cliff. (laughs) And then I just happened to watch the SpongeBob film. And then as soon as the scene comes in where they're talking about, you know, having to save Mr. Krabs and get the crown from shell city, just the fat download got into my head on what this red and blue thing was. I saw Mr. Krabs was frozen and that it was like a symbolic representation that the balance of the ethereal and the physical reality is frozen right now. And the balance cannot be unfrozen until the crown is brought back here to earth. So I thought that was pretty freaking cool. Cause I was like, out of all things,
1: <laughs> oh yeah and you, you said like the it's like the, the, the one thing in there significant sign, signifies like an earth 2.0 right
0: yeah yeah the crusty crab too. yep in the film in the beginning of the film mr krabs uh is talking about opening the crusty crab too, which is like earth 2.0 and everything That's... was like red and blue throughout the whole freaking movie so a lot of red things were tied perfectly to physical, while a lot of blue tied perfectly to ethereal. It, it's explained perfectly in my videos, because I know it sounds a little, what? <laughs> but it's pretty cool nonetheless. You I think that so. reassurance that this starseed and reptilian and matrix and UFO stuff is actually legitimate and we're not going crazy. The truth is within everything around us. We just have to open our eyes and look for it.
1: Yeah, and, and that's what I wanted to ask you about. When you went to the Galactic Informers Conference, like I didn't get a chance to go to that because I had to work. But now, you know, I, I heard when I had Lily Nova on the show, she told me that you got like amazing downloads at the conference. And I, I, I really believe that's something that can happen. I believe that we're all being activated for a reason. Like, these, like our psychic abilities are all kicking in. We're all like almost saying like we're, we're maybe ascending. Like some of us are going to a higher density. And I was wondering if you could talk about that a little bit.
0: Sure, of course. Well, that that conference in itself, oh my God, dude, it's like, it it was literally like a steroid energy convention. Like just everything was, whoa. But it's, it's amazing because you get to meet people from all around the world. You have the whole world in one room, a thousand star seats packed. And when you're within like that, when you're that close to each other, that much of you, it's going to raise that energy field all around everybody to where their abilities are going to be enhanced, whether they realize it or expect it or not. So for me, aside from some downloads, I was able to look into people's eyes and see different past lives. Like it just popped in my head. I was not expecting it. So like, honestly, yes, that stuff does happen because that's what we're supposed to do. We are humanity supposed to work closer together literally as a collective consciousness. but everything nowadays just divides us and we have to just simply ignore all that division shit. no offense but it's like we need to ignore that and just make sure we regroup. But when you do that it it's it's insane. it's freaking beautiful.
1: Um, asked <laughs> from the church, uh, Rox is one of my subscribers. she says, so is it the more we meditate the more we activate our DNA.
0: I'll be honest I don't really have a chance to meditate that much so I don't think it personally matters if you think you need to meditate a lot in order to activate your DNA then yes but if you feel that you are common collective without having to because like you know we all have our lives Uh, sometimes uh, a week can be so busy to where we don't even get five minutes to breathe we feel like you know so even something as simple as just closing your eyes and just like counting to 30 seconds just simply it it can help it can help um but uh outside of meditating and you know uh having a different balanced diet staying away from a lot of sugary foods and high fructose corn syrup uh just simply like taking care of yourself it helps activate your dna more than anything and understanding that all the answers are within you that every cell in your body has a story about your ethereal side that just stems so far beyond the physical plane that we can freaking perceive, perceive here. And it's, it's amazing. Once we all are having our awakening slowly, but surely it's, it's a magical journey. And I, I encourage everybody to dive into their star seed side.
1: I, I agree. How did you like start getting into all this? Like when was your awakening and, or, and like, how did, how did you decide decide to start the Savita Starseed channel?
0: Okay. Um so I've always been open-minded, like throughout my life, had experiences, whether it was uh, misplaced objects just magically appearing and reappearing, or tele uh, like a random downloads, quote unquote. Um, I remember talking to different kinds of uh I don't want to say beings because I don't know exactly what it was, but when I was younger, different kinds of dreams. So there was always kind of that side to me as same with a lot of us, we have these interests from a young age for a reason, but when COVID happened, like a lot of us, we were forced to stay inside and do nothing but think and think all dang day, all night, every hour for weeks And when we do that, you know, it might've been chaotic for a lot of us, you know, working on your shadow self, dark night, the soul, ABCXYZ, but you, you get the chance to find more about you. So I had a friend at the time and she's part of my local uh, meditation groups, um, to where I was very upset, like just one week, I was still in college at the time and what I was talking to her about, I don't remember. Just out of the blue, she said, hey, maybe you need to look up what a starseed is. I didn't have a chance to dive into it yet personally, but I feel like you might need to. And the next thing I know, I just Google the word. And then I'm like, wait, no. I need to use duck.go. So I duck.go the word <laughs> after that, and I find more information. And it's like, wait, holy shit. And everything just started clicking at that point because there's so many things that we've been initially raised to believe in are quote unquote be programmed to think from such a young age, whether it's religion, uh, sorry, religion or basic domestic pra- practices that just didn't make sense to us. Like I remember being forced to go to church and thinking, yes, Jesus is real, but there's more to this. It's not just what what this is, that there's something deeper. And then same with all the religions. There's something deeper that's going on here. So I thought it was very interesting that Starseeds, uh, according to Dolores Cannon and multiple generations before, just reincarnated souls that know that they have reincarnated from outside of Earth to come down here and reshift this matrix crap. This nine to five bills, 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 energy is supposed to be free and all of that stuff. It even just in a simple um, energy, harmonic, loving kind of level, raising the ascension, raising the frequency. There's lots of stuff that we don't even realize it, but that all of us together are going to be changing in the upcoming years. It's freaking i was crazy. gonna
1: say don't you think it's hard to to get out of the nine to five work cycle i just i i mean like this is off the star seat topic but this is <laughs> something both you and i are dealing with because you work a nine-to-five job and you have a really prestigious job but I, you know I, I recently lost my job and i was you know my heart wasn't in it and my heart was more in this like and i feel like this is what i was meant to do you know and i feel like this yeah. is what you're meant to do i know it is what you're i can just look at you and tell already that you're a star seed and you're meant to bring this information forward. And I'm like, uh, you, yeah, I started my channel when I was, when I, when I, when COVID, I, I was already making videos. I, I remember like my awakening was like the Anunnaki. Like I fell in love
0: with the Anunnaki.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I was like going down the rabbit holes on that. And like, you know, and I realized it wasn't just sitch it was all these other people that translated the tablets and came up with something similar. And then, so, so I guess like what I was trying to say was like, do you, how do we find this balance between like our nine to five and our starseed lives? If that makes any sense. Does, right?
0: Because you- <laughs> that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Because at the moment, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's pretty tough because we are literally forced to waste at least, for me, 40 hours a week to something else. That you know that you could use towards your towards to, towards other things that you love, and it's of course it's not the people I work with, absolutely not. The company that I'm with, oh, they're freaking amazing. I I could not ask for a more healthy workplace to to be at, but it's just simply getting just wasting all that time is 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 crazy. But for me, what I found what was able to what I was able to do was obviously I have my work days, but the weekends and uh, I dedicate towards anything I need to do on the social media side while the afternoon on weekdays I use for me. That way I don't lose my mind personally. So it's, it's kind of tough to balance. So, but yeah. uh, I see your question, thoughts on out-of-body experiences. I have had a very, very small amount of out-of-body experiences. Um, I did have a dream like astral projecting like throughout just the simple galaxy, not that I knew where I was going, just simple floating in space. But the other two were, there was one where I was flying throughout my my mom's house at the time, quote unquote. And I saw her cooking breakfast. And this was, I think it was in my first coming years of college. And I just, I, I just knew what she was making just by simply seeing it. And then when I woke up, She was like, hey, breakfast is ready, whatever. And I go downstairs and it's the exact same thing that I see her plating, which people can also call remote viewing. But another one that I had was uh, in my college uh, apartment. I and I don't know how I took a nap and I'm laying on my bed and my mirror was at the end of my bed and I'm opening my eyes. But when I look at my reflection, my eyes are still closed like, solid, but, like, my eyes are open, open that I can feel, but my eyes in the mirror were closed. If like, you kind of know what I'm talking about. So, I knew, okay, so here's the beginning on getting out of there, and the next thing I know, I feel myself take my legs and swing it to the edge of the bed and just lightly plop it, and then I was able to just start floating a little bit, and then I had to wake up. So I haven't had too many experiences like in depth, like a lot of people, how they're able to literally go deep into the planets and see all kinds of crazy stuff. But I have had dreams about, well, not dreams, memories, about being in different parts of the galaxy. This one was kind of what Lilinova was talking about um, at the conference. So earlier this year, just a little, Uh, background about me i saw a ufo above my house that was rectangular and i'm not kidding yes like literally like like someone put a tv above the clouds because it was heat lightning so you know heat lightning it flashes there's no thunder no lightning but you just see flashes of light in the clouds but anytime the light lit up you could see this big-ass rectangle. (laughs) And I never would have thought that out of all the shapes would be a rectangle. I'm just as like, what, as you are. And I tried to look it up for the longest time, could not find anything about it. But I was at the conference, and Dr. Michael Sala and Elena Danan talked about these rectangle UFOs. They stem, they're like draconian ships, but the one that I saw was like a current backward engineered like military craft. And the photos that Dr. Sala used were from MacDill Air Force Base in Tampa, which is not too far from where I am. So it's like, oh, finally I had that closure. But around that same time that I saw that UFO, like literally within the same days, I had a dream where I was in this quote unquote floating city and I'm floating beyond like this uh, landing dock, like for quote unquote ships or whatever to land. And I float and fly into this building And then next thing I see is just a a bunch of bald, blue skinned people, but their skin was like so light blue, like so freaking pale, like how my light looks on your camera to the point where it's like that white, but that very small splash of blue where you could see that it's freaking blue, like it was beyond pale. Bald, four fingers, skin tight jumpsuits, all different kinds of heights, and I could sense different genders, different types of uh, people, like each individual, like their own selves, but they collect. Uh, they were uh, in co- a collective consciousness, kind of like Unity from Rick and Morty, if anybody's seen that. So then I go back out building, and the next thing I know, I see this ship come down, and if anybody played Halo, you know, the pelican, how the mouth opens on the bottom, and out comes these tall-ass, like, 10 feet maybe taller mechanical dinosaurs like transformers age of extinction vibes sharp metal scales to the point where all they had to do was just bump somebody and they automatically cut you and you're gushing blood crazy crap like their eyes were l-i-l-i-d l-a-l-e-d like red lights like they were just creepy and their teeth were sharp razors gear springs pockets whatever it was just gross because they also had a little bit of green blood like just straight robotic, no life essence. So a group of them started coming out of this drop ship and literally took their cannons, whatever kind of blasters they had, and started blowing up the freaking buildings around me. And next thing I know, I'm like, shit, like I I run back inside the building and get all the people to go downstairs, quote unquote, in this floating specific building building that I'm in. Because in the downstairs area, there's a portal for emergency cases like this, portals are always open in other galaxies are, cause y- you can't wait. They're always open for this shit. So I remember forcing people out of a portal like one by one by one. And I go back up top of the stairs to see if there were any more survivors. And there weren't, there were a lot of dead bodies including children, which was very hard uh, emotionally because that's something that's very traumatizing because you're literally engaging with these people and in the snap of a finger, they're, they're dead. So there weren't any more survivors. So I go back down the steps and on the wall, there's like a, like a scanner. I remember wiping my hand basically over the wall for some sensor to basically cover the staircase. That way I had time to basically get out of the portal myself before anybody else came down. So at that point, after that little door was closed and I was about to get out of the portal, one of those dinos blasted that cover open and I saw its creepy red ass eye before I got out of the portal. And next thing I know I'm in my living room and I was like, whoa, that was freaking crazy. That was freaking cool, blah, blah, blah. And you know, I already knew my galactic history and I know my camera's like really freaking fuzzy, I'm sorry but I already knew my galactic history. But well, I was going reason-
1: to ask you this. Do you think that was a past event that you, or do you think that was something from your past or a past life?
0: It was a memory of the Lyran and Draconian War, yes. I oh, never wow. thought, because uh, that's what I was just about to say, was that I was like, oh, cool, whatever. And I, I didn't think, like, it, it just didn't, I, for some reason, I just didn't think, oh, that was a memory. Because I wasn't watching anything about dinosaurs at that time. I wasn't watching Transformers. It just happens, you know? Like when you have those dreams about certain things that you know have deeper meaning, it's not just because you were subconscious and thinking about it. And I already knew the galactic history. I already knew Lyra and was destroyed by the uh, Dracos and reptilians. I already knew that. But for some reason, I didn't put two and two together. And I go to the conference and I meet some people and there was um, a guy that I met who was, who was able to tap in for me. And he was like, blah, 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 blah. yeah, so that was a past life in Lyra. What you witnessed was the Lyra and Draco I'm like, oh my fucking God. And, but at that moment, that's when I bawled in the hallway. Like I just started crying because those were family members. Those were innocent children and souls that were just completely obliterated and destroyed, but their souls have been harvested and taken for energy. Like, in, like, uh, like in the matrix. So yeah. they're, they're technically not dead. It's like their energy was harvested and taken elsewhere, but it was such a vivid dream. If I'm using that word correctly, because I honestly don't even know, but <laughs> I, I just, for some reason, didn't put two and two together that that was a past life memory of the Lyra Drago war. Like I was,
1: Oh, I'm it's, sorry. It
0: was crazy. Oh, no, no that's
1: amazing. That's insane. That's so it, wild. That's that's it like,
0: that, rough. yeah,
1: I was going to see. Uh, There's a question from the chat. I just wanted to see if you if you saw this. It says this guy at Star Seeds and Patriots from Down Under says, have you ever had any experiences being trained to use your Merkaba or light body like in an OBE state or an alternate dimensional place? That's a good question.
0: Not personally. No, not yet. I mean, maybe subconsciously. And I just haven't realized it.
1: But there's the Merkaba meditation. Like you, anybody can do the Merkaba meditation, and they say it's good to do that. But like, I was wondering if you could talk about like star seed lineages and stuff like that. You seem to know a lot about that, like the different ET races and where they come from and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, especially when it comes to Lyra and Draco, the, that one's the most interesting one to me because that exact quote unquote memory or event was also replicated in James Cameron's film Avatar military yeah. are the dracos and reps while the avatar beings are literally the lyrons tell four fingers blue and cat like and spiritual super freaking spiritual and they have floating cities quote unquote and then they came to steal their resources the military or reps and they wanted more resources navi were like no and what did they do they destroyed their home and then they moved yeah. on so that one's that one, <laughs> that one's really rough. So from what I understand, and I have a, a galactic history video that you can go ahead and watch that so I combined some sources together. Um, so it started with Lyra and Draco. And then at that point when Lyra was destroyed, Lyra with Vegans, um, their species basically fled and went on to different constellations such as the Pleiades and Sirius A and B. And throughout their different, um, I guess I could say future lives and these other constellations, they evolved into these different types of beings. Cause once you grow in advance, like it's your lineage is gonna physically change inside and out. And then from that point, uh, the reps were trying to infiltrate all the stargates. They were trying to take control over the portals left and right. They basically are chilling in Orion. Orion's like the melting pot or the cantina in Star Wars where you got a lot of stuff over there. So be careful where you go. Might not come back. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. While Arcturians in the standpoint, because like Andromedans, yeah, they helped them. Arcturians are also like a solo party that stepped in to also help. But they're more of like the scientific ones from what I understand or mathematically inclined. But at the same time, all these species at the end of the day, they're all spiritual. They're all technologically advanced in their own way. They all have a collective consciousness in their own way. They all have metaphysical practices in their own way. It's it's so beautiful. And it's so freaking cool to to just learn and understand that we have pyramids that mimic these constellations throughout the world. We have um, hieroglyphics and pieces in art and culture that show Cat, bird, and snake people—like that's not a coincidence at all. And the fact that it was multiple civilizations around the globe when tell when a global communication wasn't a thing, so far as we understand, it's just like how is that possible? And at that point, some of these beings were down here to help evolve, like uh, Atlantis and Lemuria. Um, I know the Syrians had a little bit of a part in the Egyptian uh, evolution as well it's it's pretty cool um but at the same time we also have to remember that as exciting as it can be to wake up that a lot a, a lot of souls and innocent people were harmed and sacrificed or hurt just for us to be here right now so if any of you ever wonder if you have a role just you simply being alive is achieving their dreams because they worked up for this. They have all come together to put us here to give us this human experience that we take for granted. A lot of us take for granted. There's not a lot of planets out there that are like this little blue marble. It's it's beautiful. So just take a moment and thank the stars at night or just say, hey, you're so beautiful and just open your heart out and you'd be surprised what you can come in contact with, even if it's simply your dream state.
1: I was going to ask you, like, how can we get in better touch with our um, our star families? Like, do you do CE5 or, like, what are your thoughts on all that?
0: So I wouldn't say to consume too much to the point where you overthink. I'm going to say that first. Because a lot of people say, hey, I haven't had this yet. How come they're experiencing this and not me? Like I would be in live chats of other communities and I would witness people commenting. I don't see this like you, blah, 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 which inspired me to make my manifest contact with Star Beings video to remind you guys that like, hey, like stop saying you can't. Because if you say you can't, you're not actually gonna see anything. Start with just going in and talking to your higher self or your soul side. The part of you that really wants to do everything like uh for example oh i really want chicken fingers but i gotta eat healthy forget the but follow your main heart okay once you connect with your higher self figure out some salt figure out some more stuff about you and your shadow self etc just doing some personal healing and then i would i would say to open up your heart more to things outside of your reality at the end of the day a lot of us in these communities have been open to the paranormal from a very young age so it's not going to be hard for us to, you know, open up your hearts and welcome any positive energies. Make sure you protect yourselves. Don't welcome any negative energies. You got to make sure you're affirming that like whatever you come in contact with or at the highest level of light, like remember that too. Go out at night, try and find a good little sky view, maybe a little park where there's no street lights clouding it and go out there maybe by yourself or with a friend for safety reasons and just look up at the stars and both of you or you just sit down and just start talking out loud as crazy as that sounds honestly just start talking out loud to yourself or quote unquote god whatever you may believe in and you may have a singing bowl with you if you may may want some sage and you'd be surprised what you could see in the skies (laughs) i never thought that i was actually going to be able to see some stuff like because I might have seen some things at a young age, but I was too young to remember if I've seen any UFOs.
1: Definitely remember
0: talking to different entities, but now, oh, I've seen some very interesting little lights at night. I actually, for Thanksgiving, I had my little sister with me and I brought her back to my area and we went to the top of a parking garage nearby me because it's like eight floors tall and you have a pretty good view of the stars. Yeah, there's some street lights, but whatever. So her and I are laying on the hood of my car And I'm not kidding. Like little tiny stars, not blinking, not drones or any of that, not satellites going in linear. Nope, these little things, there were like, so there was one little light by itself, just doing little wave oscillations, going back and forth. And my little sister's never seen this stuff before. And then there were two, just moving in all kinds of directions and literally disappearing in the snap of a finger, like little tiny, typical star lights quote unquote, just moving in the sky. So like five in total, it was very cool. And (laughs) I never saw that many at once, like at night with somebody else. And for her, you know, yeah, she's young and she's so into TikTok that she might not appreciate it that much, but that's really freaking cool, honestly. Just- Yeah, and and I
1: think like, just like when you open yourself up in a safe way, you can really- start to enhance as you expand your consciousness and then the ets might be more inept to come to you right is it is it it about them wanting to come to you as well
0: that as well yes because they at the same time they have to protect themselves um some beings i've heard can lower their frequencies to be to your level but it's like why would they want to do that it's It's like if you raise your vibration you start to see more things so like your frequencies that are like the current limits of our bodies of our typical five senses those are going to to expand literally like how people say oh i went through my awakening and i started you know meditating or whatever and they dive into it they have an open mind they're not against it they start seeing more stuff because they're they're literally expanding their frequency range so would you work on those things It's freaking crazy. You'll be able to see and hear, smell different stuff. Yeah.
1: One one thing I wanted to ask you, you brought this up in another podcast. You said um, you talked about how sacred geometry can act as like an energetic thing to kind of awaken the ascension process. Can you talk about that?
0: Oh, I haven't thought about. Wait, where did I talk about that one? That must have been a long time ago. It, it was.
1: It was on. A, it was a good one. It was on the um the Quantum Witch podcast. Which oh if anybody gosh, gets
0: a so long ago.
1: If anybody gets a chance, listen to. It. But oh. I guess kind of like what you said is like they'll send like a like a shape or something, and that yeah. that kind of acts as an energetic thing to kind of awaken the ascension process.
0: Yeah. So it, it's 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 really it's really interesting. Like something as simple as a pyramid shape i I don't know why exactly maybe it has something to do with the mathematics but the simple design of the pyramid makes or breaks the whole and the whole use of that thing i don't know why shapes have their own energetic ranges and frequencies that just they have messages don't know how personally at the moment hopefully somebody can figure that out in the future but when you create images or create symbols from like different galaxies or whatever, you have um, intent put in there. So whatever energy was used to make these symbols is kind of like passed through with it, if that kind of makes sense. Um, Cause I know some people have um, lot, uh, like a lot of sacred geometry tattoos on them. Um, I don't know if it, if they had any different effects from it. That would be interesting. If they got the That tattoos, would be
1: cool to find out. Hear.
0: Yeah. Oh, maybe I should get, um, I might get one then. <laughs> but that's what um, I know about that. I haven't dove to, into that one too much since
1: then. But Yeah. And then um, the, another thing I want to ask you about, I, this is, I, I looked on your channel and I saw this, like you kind of been like experimenting with binaural beats. Like I'm I'm a huge binaural beat person. Like I, I listen to them all the time and I, I listen to the one you made and then you have another one coming out. You kind of been like making those kind of for DNA activation. Can you talk
0: about that? Yeah. So, Again, I I don't know what specific sounds, it just comes in and out, but I've lately been uh, putting songs together that I just feel are from the universe, especially with the one that just came out today, Um, Amazon, Apple, and Spotify Music. I have Savita, the star seed on there is my artist's name. The link is in my link tree and on my YouTube channel. Um, And the songs are on there too. Uh, The first one seated. That one, it, it's such an inspiring, like, like you just get down and you dance. You gotta let loose and you gotta let that DNA wake up. You gotta get the walls down. You gotta get within and just let yourself loose. You gotta reflect back. You gotta let those walls down. So it's like a motivational kind of track for that one. Um, uh, and I threw a little bit of like the root chakra frequency in there, but for the next one, uh, it's called infiltrate because that's the one that reminded, some, that reminded me of my past life in Lyra at the moment of the uh, mechanical Draco's inf- uh, infiltrating, literally N-F-L-T-R-8. And the wobbles in that song, I was just messing with it. Like I, it's like drawing, I just go with it. You don't plan, it's like automatic writing. I was just doing whatever. And the wobbles, I think it's like a minute and a half into the song it triggered something. And it reminded me what they of what they sounded like when they came in to literally destroy it. Because these, I think it was like six or seven or eight, like it was an even number in that ship coming out. But they were mechanical reptilians used to do the dirty work for the actual ones above in the mothership. That way they can go down and destroy and get away with it and still save their people. So these weren't even real beings. These were robotics. So they were just like or whatever, but deep. deep. (laughs) I I can't mimic it because my voice is high pitched. Sorry, but (laughs) just something, you know, Uh, it, it just, it triggered something and I just let it flow. Next thing I know it turns out to be a 10 minute track, but a lot of us realize it or not, have a lot of trauma within our blood from that moment in time, especially if you feel you're connected to Lyra, or at any of the wars that happened in the past, or you feel that you can resonate to people losing their lives in the galaxies throughout different, you know, different existences, then I highly encourage you to listen to it because it, for me, it just, it, it's like it puts you in the spot. It's like it puts you right there to cope with the loss that we had, of course, but to understand that we are also getting something that's like 20 times more magical. We don't realize it though because we're just so used to everything being around us and all this 3d crap that we don't realize the the beauty that's going on, on the ethereal side. So with infiltrate it, especially since I dedicated a moment of silence to the Lyren's at the conference, I went up to the mic and talked about the dream. Next thing I know I'm crying. And I asked for a moment of silence for the Lyren's and People afterwards said, "I I needed that. Thank you." So knowing that, I feel that if those who need help with Lyra trauma during that day, that it could help. That's just how I feel, and it's it's up to you guys.
1: So. Yeah, I, I think that's amazing. And then if you guys have any questions for Savita, um, just throw them in the chat, and uh, and I'll get to them. I'm seeing what other questions I had for you. Somebody wrote a really cool comment. I wanted to get back to it. I wanted to put okay. up. I IU- usually. Because he wrote, he's from the orionlines.com and he has a great site. He's been researching all that stuff too. But this I wrote. The, I came across this. He says I'm an NDE survivor, and I saw the other side on my astral, etheric, light body form, sacred geometry in front of me, in a beautiful golden overlay in front of white light. Thirty seven years ago, still fresh to me.
0: That's that cool. really neat. Yeah, honestly, the fact that it's still so fresh in your mind, like no matter what people say, I mean, you probably believe yourself a thousand percent but just again you know the truth at the end of the day at the end of the day you know your experiences were legit nobody can knock that down that's so cool that you still feel the power from that from that experience that visual hang on to that write it down i encourage everybody write down your dreams, synchronicities everything your memories anything so Star and patriots of down under maybe do write you have, down other stuff
1: that you saw. Do you have any idea why we like some of us might be getting like insane amounts of synchronicities and like similar especially like you know i met a, a part of my girlfriend lately and like it seems like me and her have like a lot of synchronicities and similarities and i was wondering like what i wonder why like it's like insane you know like do you think that's like a starseed thing or like it's it could I, be I maybe wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't say it's just a starseed thing um so so it's like you got the spirituality umbrella yeah. And under that, you got starseeds, you got people that are, that don't believe in that, whatever, but all of them together have, you know, tarot cards, crystals, synchronicities, angel numbers. It just depends on how deep people are willing to believe and whatever. Um, so it doesn't have to be an explicit starseed thing. No, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely not. I know people that uh, my coworker. Literally came up to me and he's I think he's in his mid thirties and he's like yeah I'm I'm starting to see four 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 a lot and it's creeping me out I'm like eh.
1: <laughs> yeah I'm like, seeing like okay. 2 two I'm seeing sequences and numbers a lot you know like thirteen thirteen and like twenty two twenty two and my girlfriend's obsessed with twenty two she sees twenty two and everything and like it, it, it's it's like it's really it's really um. Strange, and I have a connection to the, the, the to the to the word, um, or to the number 22, so I, I just thought that was really weird. Like, there's a, oh, Ryushin has a question. He says, he says, why do you call it the Lyran Wars and not the Orion Wars?
0: Because that's a separate war. So the Orion Wars pertains more of, like, okay, um, I got to look into the Orion Wars a little bit more, but anything about Orion... I don't know why, but there's not a lot of information on Orion and Orion beings compared to other lineages, which is kind of ironic because the reptoids are kind of near Orion anyway. So I kind of feel that's like a double-edged, like, uh, damn. Um, but the Orion Wars were something completely separate. Lyran Wars was basically the beginning of the domino effect of all the lineages from then on out, all the wars, all the ups and downs negativity and the, she's it, it's it's a crazy timeline that we've gone through but what do you totally think, different
1: where do you think the Anunnaki came from Does it did, were they from lyra do you think
0: no so um if anybody's into elena Danan, i know people have uh mixed opinions about her but she was at the conference that i was just at and me personally i think she's amazing um because she published a book that has a bunch of different beings in it called a gift from the stars with pictures in it that's just like, you know, how how does one person just pull this out of their ass? You know what I mean? Not to use my French too much, but.
1: I've had Elaine on the show a bunch of times. I like her a lot. Yeah, I mean, she's awesome. her. Yeah, she, <laughs> I like her a lot. Like
0: Me too. So um, in the A Gift from the Stars book and within literally the first chapter of her new book, The Cedars, she talks about the Anunnaki. So the Anunnaki and a gift from the stars. Their excerpt: One, they look like the beings from Prometheus, which that movie talks about, basically uh, Anunnaki seeding the planet. Um, but they're reptoids from—I I, don't—I don't remember if it's exactly in Orion or near Orion because it's like you no, know, I think I think it's like within the belt, like somewhere in there. But they're reptoids from Orion, and. In Cedars, that's when she brought up Enki. And she brought up the backstory of the Anunnaki, which is like the movie Stargate. You got, quote unquote, Ra coming down and having people work to harvest gold for you. And then you want more people harvesting for you, so you put them somewhere else, at least because uh, some people were waking up and figuring out their games. But some of the Anunnaki, I do believe, took humans and put them elsewhere to keep harvesting gold in different areas, kind of like in Stargate. I think that was a deep message in itself. But no. it's crazy because they're harvesting gold, and they show that in the recent Cinderella film. I haven't seen it, Uh live-action Cinderella film on Disney+. Plus. I haven't seen it, but I just happened to see one scene on the TV, and it was lizard people stealing gold from the castle. And lizard people are tied to Anunnaki and all that stuff because they're all reptoids at the end of the day. So I thought that was interesting. One
1: one thing I found really interesting when doing my research into the Anunnaki is I found out, I think Gerald Clark said this. He was an author. He wrote a book called The Anunnaki and Nibiru. But he wrote, he said that they found those gold mines in Africa. Like they found the actual gold mines. So someone was mining gold like 100,000 years ago. And that's proven. And then some some company bought up the mines, which is really weird. Like some, I can't remember what who it was, but the you know a real like, private company bought the mines, and I thought that was really strange. Like that that that, that somebody was actually there mining gold. So and that kind of tells the tale right there that something was going on. It does. On, you know? It
0: does absolutely. You make a great point. That is true. Yeah. So it, it's it's just crazy because everything around us it literally points to this stuff.
1: I think so, too. I think there's I think there's clues to it. Someone wrote, John Hawkinson wrote, he wrote, all these different aliens have different agendas that might not align with ours or yours, right? There's
0: a bunch of different types that we don't even know about. Absolutely. That That's why it's very important to make sure that before you make any kind of contact and open your heart, even if it's a spirit or an ancestor, that you call on the white light and protect yourself just to be safe.
1: Yeah, yeah, because like a lot of times, like I'm sure you're into the paranormal too. Like it seems like people can open themselves up and they can get like something like a, what we would think of as a demon or a real pissed off entity. Like I, I know I interview people and they get, they get that kind of shit all the time, you know?
0: Oh, of course. Um, it, it's it's it, it's it's interesting, honestly, that a lot of people like it's just interesting. Oh my god i cannot talk i'm so sorry Mm -hmm. it's interesting from my perspective to still see some people that kind of like don't really believe in the paranormal at least like ghosts or whatever or that spirits um are a thing or that reincarnation isn't real um because i had a family member that literally just passed earlier this year and within four months her orb was on a ring camera zipping in the kitchen, and I posted it on my TikTok. Like, she's just left and right all over the place. Like, hey, look at me. And not just me. A lot of us on this planet has, still have contact with our ancestors or relatives that have passed in our lives that we have a deep connection to. I still have a connection to my pop-up, who passed in 2008, and my Uncle Steven, who passed in 2014. Um, they're not dead. Like there's a bunch of paranormal stuff out there, but you are in control of who you have contact with. You are in control on who you allow to bring in. So make sure, what's that angel wings? Make sure you protect yourself. That's very, very important no matter what you do.
1: I think so too. I think this world definitely continues on for us. Like it seems, cause they say energy can't be created or destroyed. It just kind of transforms, yep. right? It says it transforms. Yeah. I don't have any other questions. I'm seeing if anybody has any other questions um i I, if you want to just tell everybody thank you first of all for doing this this was amazing oh let me ask you this is there anything you want to cover before we finish up for today
0: i mean anything really because there's a lot um yeah prometheus did have the black goo i I happened to peek and catch that i saw that i saw that the black goo guys it was also in the avatar ride at disney um, so after the conference, um, a small group of us, uh, went to Disney's animal kingdom cause it was in Orlando, Florida. So it's like right there, uh, that Monday. And may I say that was a spiritual day. Uh, Lily and Robert and I talked about it between our trio back to back live streams, but, uh, we saw DNA, uh, heart, uh, uh, DNA clouds. And at the same moment, the cart that we got on to take us to the gate said 102 or 12 and there's you know it's like 12 strand dna activation kind of thing so that was a connection there was a a picture of a ufo with a beaming up something in the avatar ride um flight of passage there were a bunch of eyes in there uh lily nova's been seeing a lot of spirals lately so there were a lot of spirals in there to dictate portals uh the black goo is in there as well as transferring consciousness like that's a huge huge Message in that movie, like literally copies and pastes exactly what's going on here. So, well, what's
1: up with the black goo? What is that? What I mean, because I heard that's what happened. I mean, I don't want to get kicked off of YouTube, but I heard that's what happened to Max Spears when he died. I heard he had. A, and I, Have you heard of this? Like,
0: I, I don't know who that is. I, I just, I have. I need to look into that one too. So, I don't know who that is in particular. But from what I understand, it's basically like a lifelike material that essentially can be like Venom from Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, they they said he like was... It like it takes so, over. A lot, of, a lot of my subscribers say I look like Max Spears. He was like before us. Like he was like a conspiracy theorist who he kind of... um You, you got to look him up, but you'll find it interesting. Like I'm I'm supposed to interview his mom, but like... He he like he was he was really deep into some stuff you know what I mean and they said he he literally died he, you know it's I'm so sad about it like wow. but he they said they found him you don't know what really happened nobody ever knows no, nobody yeah. knows the truth right because none of us were there but the rumor is that he was coughing up black goo but I mean he was a really popular conspiracy um type theorist person but uh rocks wanted to know if uh. She, she. Oh, I had the question up there. It says DNA activation. Any more suggestions on how to?
0: Honestly, creativity is a big one. Let your creativity flow. Because there might be something that just triggers a memory within you or that triggers an ability to be awakened. Honestly, as simple as that may be of a response, simply like just smelling a candle can trigger a memory for you, right? That you've had in this current lifetime. So the same thing can be applied for your different existences.
1: So I, I love that you said creativity because, because yes. I, I, I love like people who, any, like, if you make a podcast, music, art, if you have an Etsy store, if you make quilts, what I'm just thinking of anything, you know what I mean? Cause like not everybody's meant to make a podcast not everybody's meant to make music, but we're, not everybody's meant to make art. But when you do these things, you embrace your creative side and it, it can activate DNA, right?
0: Absolutely because at the end of the day that's doing what you love and that does high uh, that does raise your frequency level. it does raise your vibration getting in touch with cre- your creativity, doing things that you love that will be a huge one to activate. but another thing that can help is researching more about uh, the different lineages or whatever constellations you're uh, attracted to because again if you read, something and one little sentence stands out and then you just have a download, it can trigger something. Research, uh, creativity, meditation, uh, switching up your diet a little bit to break, uh, decalcify that pineal gland a little bit. There's a bunch of different ways. Sound healing, like doing sound baths too, and just binaural beats and tuning out and trying to visualize and practice astral projecting. There's lots of ways. Yeah
1: yeah and then angel wings just said she said uh she's listening to savita's post a few ago unlocked something for me a part of the lion wars apparently too that's what? great Angel
0: Wings. a lot of us were there uh, that's one thing i noticed too lately i'm meeting a lot of lyrens right now because a lot of us had that existence we don't remember it yet a lot of us don't remember it but that's okay we are here to awaken each other So that's huge angel wings. It was a very, very terrifying moment. Absolutely. There were a lot of warriors there, a lot of knights, a lot of sacrificed souls, but we are here right now fulfilling their mission and bringing the light back to earth.
1: Yeah, this has been awesome. This is this was really fun. Um, Can you tell everybody? Thank you, first of all. and, And can you tell everybody where to find you? And I'll put the links in the description, but where to find your merch, where to find your website, where to find your YouTube, all that stuff. And thank you.
0: Sure, sure. Um, I did have one thing uh, that I wanted to share after. Uh, I'll talk about that. Um, so yeah, uh, again, I got a YouTube channel. So uh, the links are w- whatever you put in the description, my link tree. Uh, click that. I got all the socials that I use on there, as well as some you know, uh, links to my music and uh, my merch store. Uh, the links are in there. I have a Starseed Definition collection, because I felt that was long overdue. So I took the liberty of you know, bringing that to this reality that's up there as well as my uh little because i'm in a chair
1: oh, i like those those um, are so cool
0: right i love them and they're blacklight reactive like i went well my black light's not hooked up it's actually behind me unplugged but yeah there's uh, some interesting stuff in there if you're interested you may take a ganda um oh. So, yeah, so I do that. There's the the music. Um, and also, if anybody is interested in learning more about your Starseed lineages, um, I do have a show called Interview with the Starseed, um, as mentioned earlier, literally where I bring on fellow Starseeds to talk about their journeys, who Angel Wings actually was a guest. She's under Jamie Jacobson, if you would like to check out her video. Um, because sharing these stories is super important. It, it, it is. And my aunt... Um, I'm going to have her on in the future. She has had her experiences since she was 28. She's in her fifties and she hasn't opened about it until last year. It's very important to open up to, of course, people you trust, follow your comfortability. That's what's important too, but just know it's okay to have these experiences. It's okay to talk about it to people, especially in these kind of communities. Come on. <laughs> people already look at us like nut jobs for being in the UFO community. So, so what? We got each other. You're not the only one that believes in UFOs. We all do. We all believe in life outside this earth. So it's very important that we dive into ourselves. Um, but I, yes. So one more thing I did want to share. So for anybody who's watching now we're in the future and they wonder why, why did you follow through with this and pursue with such a deep topic that has no quote unquote physical proof yet besides millions of people talking about their experiences. Literally, because of what I went through from my youth, it can be hard from someone outside looking in to relate to stuff like this, if they've shut off this kind of stuff uh, their whole lives, even something as simple as like ghosts and spirits. It can be hard uh, to open up to this kind of stuff. But personal experiences are what drive people like us to follow through with this community and to not be afraid to say, yeah, we are, we are star seeds. A lot of us have alien blood. We are literally star children. Everybody on this planet comes from the stars. We, did they realize it or not? And it's when you have your own personal experiences, I started reflecting back on some dreams that I had when I was a kid through middle school and the connections just were too concrete for me to disprove personally. And that goes for a lot of us. We have experiences that basically motivate us and confirm to us, like we know we're not crazy. Like we're literally experiencing this stuff. So don't be discouraged if you personally haven't experienced anything open up your heart and you'd be surprised what you, ex, what, what you can come in contact with, but protection, that's super important Protection, no Satanic protection, protection, protection.
1: I agree. That's really well said. Well, thank you again. And we'll have to do this again. This was fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It, it was, it was freaking cool because like I had a dream in a uh, eighth grade, uh, which was like 2008 or nine. Cause I don't remember if it was fall or spring where, I was in a ship looking at a torch version of earth. Um, Cause I wanted to share this before I go with the sun's rays beyond it. I recorded the video. I got to post it later, but I saw a torch version of earth and there was an entity to my left with me looking out this elliptical window. And this entity said, this is what would happen to earth had we not been here to help. And then this thing spun the earth backwards like it undid time. And then the water and vegetation came back and the next thing i know i see be- i see beams of light being shot down like souls literally like, like the disney movie soul and you know they were talking about the ascension covid and the um the ufo's and the people that i would be talking to in the future i remember Lily's lily nova's energy like they showed me people that i would be meeting on my personal journey and it's like how could i see that like at such a young age and then here i am now i was shown me doing the interviews left and right so that experience in itself and realizing that that was talking about now i'm all for this i will say this to my grave that we we are here for a deeper me- for a deeper meeting than paying bills sorry
1: <laughs> I, know, I, know, I do. i agree and that's why i love doing stuff like this and I, that's why i'm trying to do my podcast full time because i believe in this so much you know i believe in the paranormal ufology the Anunnaki, secret space program out-of-body oh, yeah. experiences near-death ex- you know the whole the whole thing someone just wrote this guy stage star seeds and patriot stuff down under he wrote robert Earl white and i are doing a new year's show together so vita oh. and skeptic you both should be a part of the round table we are creating email us yes. both. join in unison yeah That's i might great. do that I, that would be interesting and well, me and robert you. are doing a show later it's seven o'clock tonight so you know, everybody check that out. But um that that sounds so cool. I love that we're all getting together and everybody's learning and getting to know each other and stuff. This is so cool.
0: It is, it is. Like honestly, ever since the conference, I've been like a kid in a candy. So we're like, who am I gonna meet next? Who do I get to talk to next? Who do I who, who do I get to hear their stories about next? Because I just had um another public meditation yesterday and my friend brought a new member and his name is DJ, and he is a is a, a good Draco, quote unquote uh benevolent very very like welcoming he's actually had dreams of being called a traitor and he didn't know why and he had dreams of being a draco but not knowing why he didn't know anything and then he just started writing he has the gift of automatic writing and he started writing about the lyra and draco war without even knowing what lyra was people are connected we are all connected you all in the chat you are connected whether you realize it or not it's crazy
1: that's so cool that's so cool and angel rings wrote she was interviewed by robert l white too i didn't see that, yes. I, check that out.
0: I have to see that too i have to catch up but yeah I had a lot it's, of fun.
1: Oh. and then just rocks real quick wrote lol savita you're so cute i love it great attitude
0: That's i see you have great energy thank you you guys are great also i'm, I'm appreciating the engagement tonight and the, the the energy is freaking good the hell
1: oh, i agree this was awesome
0: I like thank your you. question rocks. Your questions have been freaking awesome. Thank you. Oh, your profile picture is pretty.
1: All right. Well, um until next time and thank you again for doing this. This was awesome.
0: Of course. Anytime and yeah, if anybody if anybody's near Tampa and wants to join public Meditations, please reach out. We are accepting people. We need people grid work, go out locally and start meditating in front of people. It's important. <laughs> we got to heck do yeah.
1: It. And so uh, uh, I'm just going to hit end broadcast and and.